हेलो आकाशवाणी टर्बथिया सो टुडे आई थॉट आई विल स्पीक अबाउट ट्रू लव वन ऑफ द थिंग्स आई हैव बीन एनकाउंटरिंग ओवर द पास्ट फ्यू डेज आई पब्लिश ऑन माय वेबसाइट दैट निर्बीज योगा इज अबाउट मेंटेनिंग ट्रू लव एंड व्हाट इट टेक्स टू मेंटेन ट्रू लव दैट लव दैट सस्टेन्स द टेस्ट ऑफ टाइम एज बीइंग ट्रू now uh since when i published that i think in some ways i've been kind of constantly bombarded with so what does true love feel like um because i'm talking about uh 10 planets stars um 10 universes and i have pages describing about nirbija yoga and dharmapada for soul satisfaction and many other things i'm talking about sanatana dharma as a tradition of life that uh, timelessly has been sustaining life so i'm talking about all of this so there is this it seems like one of the questions that people would like to know about it seems to be in some way to know what true love is leo tolstoy's uh, uh leo tolstoy in the in the beginning of anna karenina he's written that um all happy families are the same all unhappy families are unhappy in their own ways may not be the exact quote but approximate there and um i was thinking since when i have read that i was thinking um that's not entirely true unhappy families are unhappy in their own way and happy families are happy in their own way too it may not be the ideal in which case there would be the ideal unhappy family um but unhappiness do not or happiness does not i think does not just get measured in a 100% and a zero there are so many numbers gradations in between which is why we have this movie um 100 shades of gray um and which is actually giving reference to how many versions why we have the rainbow with so many colors and there are um new colors being attempted still so i do not ha- have not been going by um uh, mr tolstoy's sentence and uh, i'm in variance there but if you if you're going to say that um happiness that there is perfect happiness in such a way that nothing better can be and you're calling that as a happy family in which case um all happy families are happy in their own way is what would uh, mathematically even stay true because well let me speak to people's curiosity on what i mean by true love and what does true love feel like um this bounces off of mr tolstoy's sentence um in between a daybreak and uh, well sunrise and sunset if you're going to call that as a time frame of a day and there is a sunrise and sunset the next day and has been for a few years which is why um tolstoy wrote that sentence and then i'm talking about it today and which is another day um in between sunrise and sunset 
there are so many umpteen moments of time. We have the clock measured in hours, the calendar says months and years. Um, clock also has three hands, which is talking about three measures of time. And that is again a construct that we have made by which to measure time, by which to say, okay, time is moving forward on this. And then there are nanoseconds. So in between sunrise and sunset, there are so many umpteen moments of time. And each of that moment, if you just look by the color spectrum, also has so many colors. Our eyes cannot spot clear. It cannot just spot white or black and has a spectrum of colors between white and black, gray. And then there are so many colors that even our eye cells have to uh, code whatever is being seen by which we call as pixels. The computer screens uh, represent pixels, attempting to represent what the eyes are trying to do. To code what is there, to code information in colors. Now, when we see in terms of emotions, and then we try to assess what happiness is versus unhappy, if just a moment, a fraction in time, has our eyes struggle to come up to code what happens in that with so much precision, and our and some people have have color blindness, selective color blindness, when just seeing colors, appreciating good true value of colors has to go through so much challenge. Defining happiness versus, un versus unhappiness within even a fraction of a moment requires so many parameters by which you gauge what is happy and what is unhappy. It's like saying, if you just take the color between white and black, and there are so many shades of gray in between, um, how gray or how white or how black depend on what is your parameters by which you call something white or what you call as black. One man's food is said to be another man's poison. So when we take along those lines too, qualia, quality. Um, quantity we measure by numbers, but qualia, quality, that which qualifies something, takes certain other parameters and those parameters depends on what is our own personal values by which we discern something to be good and something to be bad. And based on something is good or bad, we like something or don't like something. And then based on what we like or don't like, when we find something that we like, that makes us happy. And when we don't find something that we like, that makes us unhappy. And that may change. Like right now, my stomach may be full and hence I do not like so much that dish which mommy has made with so much of effort it looks nice it smells nice my stomach is just so full i cannot take in and hence it doesn't make me as happy if somebody is going to uh, shove it down my down my throat it's going to make me very unhappy even though the dish is really really good and i might like it at another point in time when my stomach was not so full or if it was not forced down my throat, for example, even though the dish is really, really good, I would like it at another point in time, when how I was served it 
or how it goes into my body is different. So within a moment, a fraction of a moment, something that, ca- that we would otherwise like, but because of the experience of how it goes into my body was not so pleasant, it suddenly becomes not so something that I would like. So then, if in a moment, something that may be liked may become unliked, in a day there are so many moments of dynamics between interpersonal relationships, between what is care um, in, in a moment uh, with a person, and then there are tests by time. What that means is, well, um, mommy made a good dish. That's because of a lot of care and love for me, the child, daughter. And that's love too. That's caring. And, um, okay, let's take a more um, real example. I'm sitting here in my house. I'm talking on this uh, uh, podcast. And um, I may just be not so happy about how the lighting is. And uh, I'm trying to communicate here the value of how I appreciate true love. And uh, when somebody is trying to get a feel of what is true love. And the light is just hitting my eyes just at, the, at, a, at a slant, which irritates me. So I'm trying to, con- I'm trying to communicate something that, is, uh, that, that really matters. And um, my experience at this moment is tested my love, what I'm trying to express and trying to maybe have a certain feel for th- uh, that the listener may have, um, is affected by that light hitting on my eye in that just that angle, so that my love is a little tested. And, um, and there may be different kinds of uh, people around who are listening in different moods, and some people would like to really test how good or how true is my love. And hence they may be um, deliberately provocative, violent, to see, would do you still love when somebody is hurting you? Um, and if you really love and you, and you love in such a way that you actually care for also people around you, that... Um, that you actually see that people are not are doing things not because they want to, but because they don't know better. So when somebody is um, violent, do you still love? How much do you love? What about, uh, um, say, I'm going through, some, through, through, through an emotional challenge, like the light falling in, on my eye in a certain, certain angle, and that is uh, distressing me in, I need to communicate this message through the podcast. And um, and here's somebody who is testing me uh, through my emotional wherewithal to continue to be caring about that person who is also part of my world, uh, part of history or her story, because that's a male or a female. And uh, male or a female is part of n- nature and nurture. So how much do you care about not hurting uh, and maintaining the love, well, that depends on uh, how much, well, it, it becomes a little bit of a priority in the sense that do I care enough about 
um, assuaging uh, your the reason for your you being provocative um, to see to needle me to see how much I care versus I need to pay attention to the podcast and what's being spoken right now uh, because there is a message being conveyed. So then it's it's a bit like fine tuning between which is this activity and what's important in this activity and then also taking care of somebody who may not be being so very nice. So then it becomes a matter of how much degree of non-violence am I practicing? Because um, I may, um, I would still be caring for that person and for me being alive. Uh, unless of course a person is um, coming with a knife or something, in which case the podcast becomes less important and, you know, being alive becomes more important. In which case I would pay attention to the person who is being provocative. Um, but unless it's such dire thing, I think I measure true love by how much non-violent are you or can you be while you see that other people, people who are hurt, hurt. So, um, so if somebody is being testy, it, it could be that they don't know better, but they have life and they are also in different stages of development. It may be one or the other affliction or a, a dis-ease of the physical, intellectual, emotional or spiritual or consciousness, which is having them be testy. So what does true love feel like? Is in how much do you remember what are all the different facets by which um, you care? How much do you maintain care such that nobody's hurt in any manner whatsoever? Um, and but from moment to moment, how does that look like? Is you go by priorities. What do you prioritize in your day? What do you do during the day that maintains love because you care about yourself, you care about your loved ones? And you need to be alive enough uh, to take care of them. And they need to be healthy, hearty, so that the relationship continues to be harmonious and maintained well. And that includes people around you. Because if um, because there are people around you who are in different stages of uh, well-being. And, uh, but mostly, uh, my hurting back would only talk about how much there may be a blind spot in what I have thought about and not thought about because of which I've hurt. So that becomes um, in retrospection that gives me ways to think about somebody got hurt and only those who are hurt hurt. So I must be hurt somewhere because of which inadvertently I know somebody got hurt so then it becomes a point for me to think back on what may be the wound that hasn't healed that instinctly had me hurt back because I didn't know so then how much care do I take in you know going back onto that that wound and then healing it so that the next time even instinctively I'm not prone to hurt back because that's a wound um, that is healed so how much, uh, how non-violent am I would also 
and how much do I care about being non-violent would also be speaking about how much do I care, how much do I love. Because um, in true love, um, it's about preservation of all that is, that is good and healthy and um, true wealth, W-E-L-L-T-H, um, which is much more, um, which is actually what is true wealth. Um, and wisdom too, is in what it takes to sustain what there is, preserve what there is, um, as much as possible without any, anything getting hurt, nobody suffering um, loss or, or any of that, nobody being in pain. How much do you care about that? What do you do such that you're maintaining that? would also be a measure of true love. So if you're kind of, kind of checking to checking at what is true love, and if I'm going to bounce back on Mr. Tolstoy's sentence, um, all happy families um, are the same. All unhappy families are unhappy in their own ways. Does he mean the happy family that is in a person and not in a group of people? If so, then all truly happy people like would probably be in love and would be doing things sufficient such that they are always maintaining nonviolence and caring and loving. In which case they would be a humane being. And if Mr. Tolstoy, by his reference to a uh, you know, happy family, if he means by a person, then his sentence may be true. And if he says all, all unhappy families are unhappy in their own ways, then it will make sense because unhappiness is different kinds of wounds. So I think the measure would be a humane being versus other than that. So Anna Karenina may have to be read from this perspective um, and then appreciated on how the society shapes up by how the experience of one person, the sense of family within a person, um, how healthy it is, how healthy wealthy wise, versus considering a group of people staying under a roof to be a family, um, to be on your reflection of how each person within that group is. Um, if there's even one person who truly loves, who cares, then that family is likely to be a uh, happy family, more happier in the sense more um, non-violent, caring, um, humane, which means there would probably be lesser disease is what I'm thinking or they are actively contributing in having the world be a better place to live in. Um, so that would also be probably a measure of um, how healthy and how happy a family is. Um, there wouldn't be concerns. Um, grace would grace their house and their lives. So this is what I'm thinking right now. So if you would, um, I, I would speak more about this. But if this gives you a certain sense of what I mean by true love, um, and if this makes your thinking and your way of being um, or your experience of living better, then I would have uh, done my job 
for uh, this moment i will speak more about it another at an at another moment um thank you for listening i hope this has been a value to you love